What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movie, TV, video games, comic books, anime, action figures, cartoons, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's going on? How was your week? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? What's going on? Things are going good. I've been watching a lot of the X-Men animated series because that's Sebastian's new favorite show. Wow. Which is uh, very dramatic. It's I'm about to ask you, is it as melodramatic as I remember? Every time Jean Grey, every single time Jean Grey uses her power, she's like, oh, and falls. And Scott's like, Jean, Jean. Jean. <laughs> Wolverine is like, and every time Wolverine gets hurt, the older, he looks at her like, Jean. It's just, <laughs> and then you know what I didn't realize? Rogue is so horny. She is horny yeah. for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Really? If you watch it, she's always like look at that big hunk of man or something like that. She just she's just a horny lady. Because she can't touch nobody. It makes sense. It's true to the character, but it's just weird to see that in the children's cartoon. Yeah, you had a good week, Chris. You had, 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 had a good week. Sebastian, close your eyes. Uh, Rogue's back on screen. <laughs> oh, Rogue. Rich, how are you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. You know, just doing doing a little traveling. Got back and uh, you know, here I am. Um, what I had been doing this week, I've been listening to Aliens Cold Forge, my audio books. So yeah, I actually ran through the whole the Covenant series, or like there were like two of them, Covenant Origin and the Covenant, which pretty much stuck true. It was Covenant Origins, like a prequel, everything that happened before Covenant and the Covenant, which was a whole Covenant story, with a few little things changed here and there. But for the most part, it's, it stuck true to the movie. I'll just say the movie stuck true to the book. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, that's it. Now, Cold Forge is a totally different genre. I'm liking it. I like my, my audio books. You, you recommend this series? Yeah, I recommend it, yeah. Uh, w- w- what platform do you use to, to listen to it on? Audible. Send us a check. Send us a check, Audible. Audible. <laughs> Maybe jumping the gun on this one, but uh, what is going on with the top of your shirt, Rich? Oh, I mean, you know, just a little little Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> I took a I took a trip to Ocean City, Maryland, and um, I went into one of the t-shirt stores, and they had this design. I'm like, I need that. So, I'm yeah, not so arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm explaining why I'm right. <laughs> and like it's kind of like it's it's a uh, Rick and kind of tie dye holding a beer. Yeah, like, yep. Nice. Very cool. Jack. All right. What am I doing this week? Well, you know, I've been working a lot, gentlemen. But while at work, a fellow worker came up to me, just happens to be listening to the podcast at this point, And he goes, hey, man, have you read this comic book? And I hadn't hadn't even heard of it. And he goes, I'm going to bring it tomorrow. I'm going to let you borrow it. You're going to want to read this over the weekend. So I'm reading this comic that my uh, work friend gave me called East of West. And it's actually really dope. It's kind of like uh, – it's kind of – it kind of reminds me of the Dark Tower series. But it's okay. like this dirty western kind of – it's not cyberpunky, but it's futuristic. It's so good so far. I have to give you a better report after I get through it, but who's the publisher? Image. Image. I oh, see nice. that on the shelves. I've never read it. Is it worth a pickup so far? What I've gotten so far, yeah. But I, you know, I've got. I like westerns. I like that texture. I like that grit, and it's and it's got that in spades. And I like. Uh, I'm big into like steampunk and cyberpunk, and like I said, it's not steam or cyberpunky, but it does have 
futuristic elements which are cool in it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of right up my content alley. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, me, man, I've been watching stuff. So I checked out a few episodes of that He-Man, Masters of the Universe, the, the, the kids one. That joint is dope. That joint yeah. is good. Yeah, it's good, man. It's different. It's not supposed to be what we grew up on. And to be quite honest with you, it's better than what we grew up on. If you really want to look back at the filmation, <laughs> I mean, come on. But it's great. It, it feels kind of like Avatar mixed with He-Man. And um, it's not, t- it's Kitty. Yeah. Uh, Air, uh, Last Airbender. Kind of has that okay. feel to All it. Right. Yeah. Um. And like it's Kitty, but Skeletor is still murking people. Like he's literally sucking souls out of people's bodies. They turn to stone and die. So the the stakes are still high, and it's a lot of fun. I I recommend it. And guess what? Spoiler alert. He Man doesn't die in the first episode. Oh, oh, He Man's actually in the He Man content. <laughs> he Man is actually in this bad boy. No. So. I think it's a good if you if you watch it knowing it's brand new for a new audience, I think you'll find that it's highly enjoyable if you enjoy that art style. If you're not into that art style, then that's a taste thing that's on you. Been watching Titans, Rich. Have you seen this latest episode, Titans? They're taking liberties to the point where I don't even know. For those who've seen it, I'll just say one word, Bruce Wayne, and you'll know what I'm talking about. They're taking a lot of liberties where it kind of like you guys might be going too far, but we'll talk about it down the road. And, oh, I was in my comic book shop, right? I'm walking around looking for stuff, and I come across this cover, and it looks like Power Rangers, but it's Image Comics. I'm like, what is this? It looks like the Power Rangers. It's called Radiant Black. Dude, I did a deep dive on what it is, and the writer's like, it's the writer of Power Ranger comics. He used to write on it, and he's like, if you love Invincible and you love Power Rangers, this is for you. I went and copped. Uh, the first volume, which is like yeah. six issues. I'm reading it. That joint is pretty Radiant freaking fun. Black. Yeah. Radiant Black. Oh, Radiant Black, it yeah. It, it's pretty dope. It, it came out, I want to say, uh, only a few months ago, the first it's issue or so. Yeah, but it's pretty new. That was also on my radar when it came out. And there was a very specific cover I was looking for, and I found it not at my local comic book shop, but three comic book shops removed from my local comic book shop. I finally found it. And it's, uh, you know, I paid six bucks for it, but it's valued already if it's in good condition and graded at 200 bucks. So I was nice. like, whoa, nice. that's, it's new. Wow. Wow. I know it's brand new. Um, yeah. For those of you, if you, and uh, Robert Kirkman, uh, he, he co-signed on it. He's like, yo, if you love Invincible, even if you don't love Invincible, read this joint is what he said. And so far it's fun, man. It's about this 30 year old guy who's kind of washed up. Um, kind of like a loser in life. He has to move back in with his parents. He's a writer and it's not working out. And then he kind of pretty much gets these powers in this suit. And then, you know, hijinks ensues. And so far, I'm enjoying it, man. I, I won't say I recommend it yet because I haven't gone through the whole thing. But so far, I'm having a good freaking time. Good freaking time. Chris, I have a question for you, man. What's going on, Lawrence? When did Anakin Skywalker become evil? When did Anakin Skywalker become evil, Lawrence? In the Sith grade. 
This is what we've resorted to. It's a special Star Wars joke, Jack, because we're covering oh, visions today. Right. We're talking Star Wars. Star Wars joke. Yes. Uh, that one. It's my favorite segment now. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it almost as much as the collector's corner. Yes, it is. Here at the Collector's Corner, we go into our toy chest, our comic book shelf, and we pull out something that's valuable to us. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. Guys, what you got? I'm going to follow your joke up since you're talking Star Wars. I'm showing off my Star Wars number one comic today. Oh, I actually got oh. issues one through ten in here. Um, and I got two versions of issue one. There, there are three significant printings of issue one. One of them's worth, I think it's like 160000 something like that. Oh, if wait. If, <laughs> don't, don't no, you can't just skim over that. Okay. <laughs> I don't have that one. What, one, what, uh. They're all uh, – Star Wars issue one comic book came out in 77. There are three significant printings of it that all kind of came out around the same time in 77. And you can tell the difference by the pricing. One's like thirty-five cents, one's thirty cents, and one's uh, like thirty-five cents diamond print. Which I have the diamond prints, and I have the thirty cents. The thirty-five cent one, not diamond print, is the one that's worth like a hundred and sixty thousand dollars. The other one I have is six thousand dollars, depending Whoa. on the condition. Wait, that's max me? condition. Mine's mine's not max condition, but. It's pretty good condition. That's why it's all bubble wrapped up. And then I have the uh, the diamond print, which is probably only in the, a few hundred or so. And I have the diamond print of the first 10 of them. So it's kind of a cool little collection. Can't really see. Jack is sitting on like 500 grand, y'all. I know. Between like all his stuff. He's sitting on half a million dollars right now. Oh, I don't know about that. But since we talking Star Wars, I figured I'd show off my Star Wars number one. That's amazing, Jack. That's pretty nice. Chris, what you got, man? So I'm starting to pack because we're going to move in about a month. So I'm going through my son's toys and realizing which of my toys that he appropriated (laughs) for his day to day. (laughs) So what I'm showing you is my my Justice League Batman from the Justice League series from the 95 to 97, I believe. This one's actually pretty official. And they actually ran this toy line for a few years after, and they had different variations. I have the full Justice Lords variation where oh, they, wow. they, they traveled into a different dimension. They met a you know a, an evil version of themselves or a totalitarian version of themselves. So I have that. So I'll be putting them together, hopefully, by the end of November, and I'll have a, show you guys my new setup. And then I have this, too, which is the Hot Wheels. Ah, uh, oh, nice. series, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Would that, is, is that your – that's not your favorite Batmobile, right, the animated series? No, you put Burton above this one. Yeah, it's not my favorite Batmobile, but it's kind of – I never – I mean, it looked great in the animated, but when you see mm-hmm. it in real life, the proportions are always – they always came out wonky. But yeah. it's just cool to, it's just cool to see it because I – you know how much I love the 89 uh, animated series – I'm sorry, uh, the animated, Batman the Animated Series cartoon. So it's just cool to have anything from it. So Absolutely. Rich, what you got, man? Man, I ain't got nothing out of my collection, but I did cop these bad boys. Because I need to, I have to complete this figure. <laughs> so I got, I just finished off the Marvel Legends. Um, Marvel Girl, and they come with the legs. 
of the Sentinel. Okay. And um, I'm going to mess her name up, Myra McTaggart. Moira? Yeah. The series. That's Professor X's yeah. love. Right? She was a researcher at that base, right? Now we know that is not a toy anybody would buy unless he's <laughs> no. trying to build. Yeah, but look not. at that lab coat. Definitely you know, not. Look at the scope of that lab coat. And I'm just like, why would anybody <laughs> want her? Like, but you know what? Hey, I have to get her. I mean, you could take the coat off and switch the arms up, but I mean, other than that, oh, she comes with a scarf. Rich. Rich, to switch the arms up to do what? It's not like she has to, powers. To, so what has a pencil? The no, other hand. Chris, she can wear a lab coat and then she can not wear a lab coat. That's like yeah. the alternate versions. You know, she got a, she got a hat. She got a, a hat on her alternate head with no glasses. And, you know, one has glasses. Know. One doesn't have glasses. She also has a book. Exploration of scientific discoveries is not something to scoff at, gentlemen. Yeah, I'm saying that it's her studies on on mutants because you know that's what she did. She studied that's mutants. I can imagine her in a playset, like she's just oh yeah, goodness. just. What would you, you know, do with her? That'd be the most boring yeah, toy. But most, if, you're you die, if, you, if you're a diehard X-Men fan, that she is a fine. If you're like you're a diehard, diehard, I would wasn't say she, she's fine. Wasn't she married or she was like dating uh was it Banshee? No, Professor, Professor X. X, right? No, yeah, but then I think that they yeah, were together at one point, but in like in the comic book series, or like the animated series, she was with Banshee. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. I, I, more. I mean, look at her lab coat, man. Come on. Yeah, look at that lab coat. <laughs> you can't resist that lab coat. And that, and that skirt. You see that skirt, man? She got a little whoa, slit whoa, in it, too. Oh, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. I'm just saying. She was uh, quite fashionable for whatever time period this was. Well, let's look at that other one. Uh, yeah. No, this is the one. This is Marvel right Girl. Here. Yeah, she has um, she has two alternate hands kind of having displaying her powers type joint. I don't know what yeah. this ball is with uh, like a flower in it. I have no idea. Uh, I'm not too keen on on Marvel Girl, but uh, you know, Vintage Jean like Grey right there, man. Yeah, Vintage Jean Grey, but yeah. Um, like I don't know, I don't know what this ball is with the flower. Like, what is that? What was that about? I don't know. I I, I didn't read too many comics where they threw back to her time as Marvel Girl. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not a biggest X Men. Would that be the '80s or, or late '70s when she was Marvel Girl? I'm yeah, I, I kind of so. jumped more yeah. in the '90s. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I got the legs from my Sentinel. I plan on cracking these bad boys open and putting it together. And also, I need to find Wolverine. He's about to say, you got to cop that Wolverine, I got to find that Wolverine now. Yeah. Because you need someone who's going to be able to tear apart the Sentinel. There you go. Yep. There you go. So, Rich, next show, you got to have that CI show the Sentinel complete. How about putting it together? Yeah. It'll definitely be together. That'd be cool. That'd be real cool. Well done. Yo, Rich, man. Bravo for that's some toy hunting right there, guys. Over oh, the course of yeah. weeks, this guy built did something I've never done, which, which is built the extra figure. <laughs> Dude. No, that's sick. That's sick. Um, for me, speaking of toy hunting, guys, I went on a massive toy hunt. So I love Batman. But the Batman that brought me to the game was the Adam West 1966 Batman. I was seven years old when my own Keatons came out. So before that, all I had was Adam West. When I had my superpowers, Batman and Robin and Batmobile. When yep. I was playing with them, Chris, remember no toys, the blue I Batmobile? Bob's house, I remember. Dude, and when you play with them, in my mind, I'm playing the Adam West series because that's that, that's what we had. That's what we knew. So I, I love that series. And then McFarlane dropped his line of 66 Adam West figures. And they're impossible to find because our targets are trash out here in L.A. 
And the more research I did on them, I was like, these aren't that great. But the Mattel joints that came out <laughs> in like 2015 seemed to be more superior. So I started getting on the eBay and I had to pick up this three pack right here. Yeah. Okay. Batman, Robin, and Batgirl, Adam West, Burt Ward, and Yvonne Craig in their so suits. That and right. It looks amazing. Right. First of all, I have them in the packaging. Uh, the packaging is amazing. On the back of it, you have like the animated, just drawn yep. Batman, Robin, and back on her bat cycle there in the Batmobile. It kind of looks like that 60s TV show. And then there's just the details in the suits, Robin's suit and Batman and the colors they use. I mean, it's amazing. It's These dope. are so dope. But the thing that made me go, McFarlane's don't seem to be like it's that good is when I saw the McFarlane Batmobile. It lacked detail. And the McFarlane, Batman, and Robin were too big for that Batmobile. Their heads that, pop up the roof. That's a, that's a, so that's I a saw a comparison video comparing the McFarlane's to the Mattel's. And I was like, there's only one to get. Yep. There is only one thing. This thing is sick. I got the Mattel 1966 Batmobile. The detail in this thing is crazy. I mean, it's it's so nice looking. It looks just like the TV show. I can't wait to open these things up. And again, on the back of the box, you see the artwork of Batman and Robin jumping out of the Batmobile. And they yeah. fit in perfect. They fit in perfectly. Yes, they do. I mean, I'm excited for these. I couldn't wait to show you guys these toys. And these will be up on the gram in our Collector's Corner segment. But it'll also have its own picture. Wow. These bad boys are sick. You, you, you've been hunting for that for a while, for that Batmobile. Because we've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks, the Batmobile. Well, I was looking for the McFarlane joint, which is nowhere to be found. So I'd have to pay over retail for it anyway to find it. Yeah. And then I saw, like, the paint. Well, to be fair, McFarlane's is priced way down than these were when they were in the stores. So McFarlane's are for more of a young buyers, where these were more collector's items. Um... But yeah, Batman's head in the McFarlane joint pops over the window. And I'm like, that's whack. And then that's I saw it. It. <laughs> it's a quick way to get decapitated, Chris. Yep, that it is. But that's it. Great picks this week, gentlemen. But I think it's time for the news. It's time for the news. Guys, man, Netflix showed up and was like, we see what you do in Disney. We see that DC fandom is coming out. Who cares? We're going to drop every trailer to everything we're making in one on freaking day. day. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. Let's talk about the trailers, man. First thing we got is Stranger Things. It's a little teaser trailer, but you get to see the kids in this kind of haunted house that also goes into the, the upside down. Yeah. Regardless of what the story is, I just like seeing those kids do what I thought I was doing when I was outside riding bikes. <laughs> I feel like they really placed that Ghostbuster tag on the bag pretty hardcore in the teaser. Remember in the last seasons, like well, Ghostbusters, they were, dressed, yeah. they were yeah. dressed up in the costumes. But yeah. when you're looking at a teaser and they highlight something so i mean you're looking at 40 seconds of content you know when you highlight something so prominent as that button i was like what it, it just it made me pause for a second i was like yeah. why why are you showing me that so clearly is he going to do a crossover jack i don't know that's kind of uh, what i was like what's going on and I it's a haunted the, house I, I don't know i think the marketing of the last seasons were 
so much around them dressed up as Ghostbusters that it was a cool way to say the band is back together again. But yeah, Haunted House. So they might be setting up that the upside down is going to lend lend itself to something more ghost-like. I don't know. Supernatural. I mean, isn't the the whole thing supernatural? But it's been sci-fi more or less than like ghosts and stuff. So I don't know. But, I mean, they can make it like Supernatural. Because you think about it, like, you need what, the upside down mm-hmm. world? Like, how would they were, communica- they were communicating through lights? Like, you you can kind of say, like, yo, ghosts communicate through lights. They flicker lights around and whatnot. And we don't really know what they are, right? Yeah. So it's still up for, what is it, Demi Gorgon? Like, what is it made of? Like, Yeah. It wouldn't be a reach for them to say that these guys are supernatural and not just, you know, alternate universe type beings. Be no. Yeah, and some that, people say that the you know the the afterlife is another dimension. That'd be interesting. We'll see. We'll see where they go with it. They gave us nothing, but they gave us a specific thing of horror, though. When you saw them in the past, the family in the past in the house, and it's almost like he killed his family. Yeah. That's different. We haven't we haven't gone there in in Stranger Things. We're on some like you know um, American Horror Story tip where it's like yeah. possession. I guess we kind of no, we did possession last season. Well, yeah, because what's his face? The kid was he had yeah the out of him. So remember, maybe they're. I don't know. We can speculate on this forever, but it's, it's nice to see the band back together again. We got Witcher trailer and mad sneak peeks of mm-hmm. Henry Cavill as Geralt. What do you guys think of this bad boy? I'm all over it. Yeah. I don't, listen, <laughs> I, I may be standing alone, but I actually like the first season. So I'm definitely I'm definitely on the second season. Mm, I wasn't, wasn't in love with the first. It yeah. wasn't great, but it filled a void of content that I needed. Yeah, it did. Down for it. It did. And I think without Game of Thrones, because really the the void is the Game of Thrones void, right? Is what we're talking about. Yeah. And I think with being so far removed from Game of Thrones, this this might stand up better on its own, and we might be able to enjoy it more without having to in our minds maybe tie yeah compare it so much to Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I mean everything. I mean, I mean, I feel like shows like this get better. In its second season, you know, you get to find yourself, figure out what works, the cat, the actors settle in. And a lot of the first season was set up. That's why it jumped around through time so much. Now we get mm. to sit in this uh, lone wolf and cub story. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Rich, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, I want to see what's happening. Um, I want to know if uh, the, the young princess, whether she'll become a witcher they were, they were kind of kind of talking about that in the trailer where he was uh, playing the game of, I guess, throwing knives, daggers with the with the warthog thing. Yeah. And he kind of he kind of touched on that. He was like, oh, so. Which kind of like if you watch the animated movie. Yeah. That scene really hits as yeah. far as knowing what these kids went through. Yo, I've never watched this series before. So those who have chime in. But how dope was that cowboy bebop? opener mm. that looked so faithful crazy rich frame for about. frame i i just hope that the 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 full-on like action and the actual storytelling goes off without a hitch or little to no hitches possible i mean i'll accept some but from like jack was saying frame from frame that thing was like true to the to the anime and it's gonna be a question of how it converts to live action you know, right with the the rhythm and the performances that were so kind of tethered to the the source content, but looking at what they showed us, it seems like they're they, really trying to stay. They tight. went out of their yeah. way 
to do it shot for shot. They didn't have to do that. They could have gave you something that felt similar but different, but they went out their way to give you like frame for frame the opener. Yeah. And I'm not mad at not mad at you. How could much how respect could you? Much respect. Much respect. Yo, Sandman. Netflix is just hitting all the corners. Yeah. Sandman trailer. Sandman freaking dream is showing up. Um, I don't know too much about the comics, but I know that this is like they they so many studios, Warner Brothers have been trying to get a Sandman vehicle going forever. There's actually, I think, an Audible series right now of mm-hmm. Sandman with uh, James McAvoy. Yeah. Um, but to see like a live action Sandman, it's like we're hitting every corner of comic book dumb. And it's freaking dope. It looks good. I don't know too much about the comic from what I saw. I'm very excited. What do you guys think? I've yeah. read the first two volumes of Sandman, three volumes of Sandman, the traits, and it's I'm, I'm excited for it. Jack, have you read any Sandman? Yeah. 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 What do you think? Uh, it, it, to me, I mean, the trailer looked good. It's a specific kind of comic book content that we don't have in live action form. So I think it's going to be cool to see how that translates. And, and I'm a huge fan of his work. So to see his stuff coming to life, American Gods was great to see come to life. You know, he's so good at being just off a of center with his content. It's not like Superman stuff, but it's still, I mean, this, these are comic book worlds. They're big pieces. Yeah. The, yeah. the, do you, what do you mean? The, uh, the creator of Sandman, he made American gods as well. Yeah. Neil Gaiman created American gods. What he's so great about, I mean, his, he, he's a writer, man. He's a storyteller mm-hmm. and he, he brings texture. He brings nuance and he brings character depth to his stuff. So that's why I'm super stoked to see Sandman come to life and see what they do with it. There's one Sandman story. It's a standalone story where the Sandman has a conversation with this guy and he gives this guy, lets this guy live forever. And every, you know, every couple decades he visits him and sees how he's doing. And he just, they just talk about life and go back and forth. It's like, it's fantastic. It's worth reading. You, you don't need any background to jump in. It's just an awesome, awesome, awesome piece of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Army of Thieves dropped. It appears to be very similar to Army of the Dead. There's a heist. It's exactly the same. <laughs> they have certain people who have certain jobs to pull off the heist. It seems like the same guy who hired them is the same guy in Army of the Dead. It looks exactly the same. But I'm excited for it. There's zombies think? in it. There's zombies in it. There you go. What do you guys I'll tell think? you what I think. It looks exactly the same. Well, that is, it's not as deady. It's not as zombified. <laughs> right. It's in, it's in the same universe. In the yeah, same yeah. universe. So and it's not as dark. Well, it's before it hits the I, fan. I or, well, it, it's hit the fan. It's just in a different part of where the fan's blowing. Because right, they're all isolated to Vegas. So. Right. Wait, they're still in Vegas? Wait a minute. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know when this takes place, but I know in Army of the Dead. Right. The, zombie, the virus didn't spread across right. the earth. It was right. They, they kind of quarantined it. So yeah. these guys, this heist isn't in Nevada. It doesn't look okay. I'm curious to see if it, if it, because, you know, they're talking about building a universe around this, right? I'm curious what they're going to let us know about kind of the, the robots, the alien the alien encounters. Yeah. You know, I'm curious to see what, what they tell us about the universe. And, you know, this is a good chance to give us some real world building prior to our Army of the Dead sequel, which is what we really need to see. I mean, I mean, I, I, I think the time loop might play. There's something about the way the vault looked. One of them looked very similar. So I'm like, is this the part of the time loop? Is or or, or 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 I don't know. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Listen, if you if you're 
telling me a big story and you're saying, hey, man, I'm smart. I'm planting seeds and now we're going to start having some payoffs. Then, yeah, you need to bring it. You need to bring it or you need to stop making the same movie twice. Would you be mad if it was just a prequel of that yes. dude and nothing more? How boring would that be? How boring would that be? He's still zombies. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be very Marvel Cinematic Universe of them. If people got expectations, right? And if people got expectations about the Spider-Man movie and we ain't going to get a damn Spider-Pig, then Zack Snyder better <laughs> damn well hit this one out of the park and give me some mind-bending experience. But Zach, well, Zach Snyder's not, not directing this, though. Zach Snyder's not, not directing it. producing it. You just want to blame he's Zach for everything. He really does. Producers have a big pen. <laughs> and the big pens write the big checks. And the big Boom. checks make the big calls. Boom. I like Listen, all I know is uh, okay. Natalie Emmanuel is in it, and I'm I'm going to be jonesing over her. Like, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so oh, Chris, Chris Pratt has been cast <laughs> the voice. <laughs> Super Mario in the new Super Mario animated movie, guys. And apparently this is getting a lot more steam than I thought it would. It's a me, Mario. My question is, why we not got him playing a live action version of Mario? Do we want him to? No, he can't. He's all, he's, he's all action fight. He can't. Come on, you strap one big mustache on that guy, you're going to love it. And you get Adam Driver to play uh, Luigi? <laughs> You're done. The Come most on. dramatic Mario ever. <laughs> what in the Christopher Nolan Mario Brothers are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Best content ever. Uh, Josh Brolin could play Bowser. Why not? Jack, we don't need a dark knight this thing. <laughs> <laughs> we could just make this for you. Ch- I mean, I'm... Listen. I'm standing on the side of the ring, my hands out. Just tag it, man. Tag me in. I will fix this up. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna tag you into this one. This one, I think, needs to stay. I think it needs to just be a cartoon. I don't. I don't know if Super Mario has legs to be a live action. What about Sonic? We said, you know, we could have said the same thing about Sonic. We got the a Son- great Boom. Sonic movie. But you would have to make Mario a real person. Like Boom. the cool thing about Sonic is that Sonic is animated and he gets to be in our world. I want to see the sequel when we go to his world. That let me know if they can like pull this thing off with also human beings in that world. But like a, a live action Mario, you want like Chris Pratt's gonna run around and go, "It's me." Yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, and I want I'm him like, hitting boxes with his know. head and jumping on flying bullets. I want to know how his voice be in is this be. Joint. If Mop Top ain't in the joint, they didn't do it right. Listen, if it's just gonna be Mario with Chris Pratt's voice, and they're like, "Why am I watching it?" Like if yeah. you want to Mario and Chris Pratt, just like, "Hey, so guys, I was just thinking, you know." Do you want him to hit the? Do you want him to hit the Italian accent hard? I, want I mean, he has to. I want him to get yeah. canceled. He has well, to. No, I'm glad you brought that up, Chris, because I saw something go online on Instagram. I never thought about it, but somebody posted like, "Yeah, it's not racist if you have a guy doing an Italian accent and it's Chris Pratt. Like, that's not a problem. Doing kind of a a false kind of fake funny Italian accent, but an Italian's not doing it. I didn't think about that." But I mean, Mario was made by Japanese, so it was like, come on, come on. It's a Mario. It's a me. Come on. No one has a problem with that. No one has a problem with that. You're right. I'll say this. He better at least have a big-ass mustache on his face when he's doing the VO for it. So, okay. So, uh, (laughs) there's a lawsuit going on between Marvel and a lot of, I guess, the apparent owners like Marvel stands to possibly lose their license, not even license, lose the rights to several of their characters. Cause they got like Stanley, uh, Stan Lee, Steve Dickel, like their, their families their are state. like the States are 
debating who actually owns these characters. Mm. And if if it doesn't go Marvel's way, that's like billions of dollars because they now have to license these characters from the owners, which would be crazy. Now, well, I don't really think the lawsuit's going to go, but it's interesting. Marvel seemed to have a track record with getting sued on their contracts right now. Right. There was an interview with the guy who created the Winter Soldier. He didn't create Bucky. He didn't create any of that, but he created the Winter Soldier. And he's like, they're like, so do you like, do you get like a royalty every time he's used or he's in the movies? Like they, he's like, I get nothing. I might get invited to the premiere. Mm. And he's like, and I know I didn't create Bucky. I didn't create Captain America, but I did create the Winter Soldier. Like everything about him, his look, what he stands for, what he did, where he been, his origin, that all came from my mind. And I'm not saying I have ownership of it, but it's just crazy when you have this character that takes off. And you're still trying to figure out how you're going to pay your bills. Is he yeah. not getting Ooh. credit for yeah. it? You get, yeah, your name's in the credit, but you're not you getting royalties. Paid. You're not oh. getting paid. Same thing with the creator of Venom. 200 bucks. They got 200 bucks. It was a kid. I, I, I think I think this whole play is by the families trying to, you know, they see the this, you know potential billions of dollars on the table. You know, you ask for a lot, you know, and then you settle for what you actually think you deserve. I think it's just it, it just it's just a play to force them to the table to restructure whatever deal they have. And I think I think yeah. it, I, th- I think it's going to be settled out, out of court. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be as dramatic as, you know, they're pulling the rights from one side or the other. I think it's going to be a, a, a settlement you know behind the scenes and, you know, there's going to be happy. There's too much money to be made. It just stands. I think it's time to stop being so polite. Rich, yeah, Rich, Rich. Okay. yeah, Rich. What's wrong with you, Rich? All right. Rich. Nice time for a debate. Let's get right Out of superhero, dumb Superman. Yep. Batman. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man. Speak on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. One must go. Now, the one that we get rid of, his previous work doesn't get erased. That's all there. But there will be no more comic books, no more TV, no more movies, no more action figures. The character literally stops right now, today. Okay. Which one goes? Let me take this. Thought about it for two seconds. It's that long. <laughs> Hands down, Spider-Man. Wow. Because yeah. I'm trying to think of, I, I think of it from which content do I consume? Which toys do I buy? Which toys do I play with? What toys does my son play with? What toys does my son, what, what cartoons does my son watch? The only loss would be, and what, what comics do I read? Spider-Man, God. The only loss would be for my three-year-old son who's watching the new Spider-Man series right now. And even oh, that, that would stay. That would stay. Oh, it would stay. So no, then, then, no new so, episodes. So then there's zero loss because he because now that's kicked that that's been kicked back to it's been taking X Men's taking the place because it has no staying power with him. So Spider Man hands down <laughs> all day long. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Hmm. Rich. I'm gonna I'm gonna Jack go. Oh. Jack go. Go ahead, Jack. Right. Yeah. Let's get okay. rid of Superman. Come on. Yeah. Let's do that. No. Thank you. Batman. I still got faith that they're going to find a good version of Batman someday. I'm waiting. Someday. Eventually. There's only like a billion dollars. The Dark Knight only grows a billion dollars in the battle. Set a whole trend. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, you got me on that. Now, my question about your question, though, is when you say Spider-Man no more, are we saying Spider-Man as a mantle? Like there's no Peter Parker. There's no... Miles Morales, there's no Spider-Man in existence at all, at all. At all, at all. Yeah, well, then I'd still have to go with Spider-Man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Wise choice. We'll see. Is, is Rich. 
Rich, I feel like we about to we about to we about to have a debate with these guys. Rich, what you got? Rich, uh, I'm, I'm gonna just come out and say it. Batman needs to go. Oh, Chris is gone. Chris, is that's right. Batman needs to go. His microphone took off his headphones. Why would you say Batman? Because I feel like I can, I can go past all the Batman. Like whatever new Batman they may come out with, I'd be like, eh, whatever. Like even if they try to do Michael Keaton again. Which they're trying to do. Like I'm still just like I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy watching it, but I'm just gonna be like I can live without it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch it multiple times. Like, but like Spider Man, I'll watch that multiple times. Like that right. Miles Morales into Devil's the advocate though. Okay. This question allows content that has been out to stay, but okay. anything that hasn't been out does not come out, and no new content is created. I won't be mad if Michael Keaton didn't come out again. I'm not even talking about him. Pattinson. I'll be all right. Not you a, crazy. Not a big fan of, wow. big fan of Pattinson. Chris, hold me back. I'm, I'm now, jumping through whoa, that screen. Whoa. I'm going to go because I'm with Rich. I'm getting rid of Batman. What? You, what? I'm getting rid of Batman. Wait, 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 wait. I'm getting rid of Batman. Why? Because of this. It's not, I love Batman. I've had so much, I've had so much good Batman content that if they never made another Batman thing again, I'm like, all right, you probably won't make a cartoon better than Batman the Animated Series. You probably won't make a grittier, more nuanced uh, trilogy than the Dark Knight series. So I'm going to hang in there so they can get Superman right. I'm going to hang in there so we can perfect Spider-Man. Like, Batman's been done and been done so well. It's like if they retired him, I'm like, he had an amazing run. Let me get these other guys. Do you so think you're going to get no Lucius Fox kid Batman in your story? Nah, I'd rather Miles Morales Batman than Lucius uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man. You want Lucius Miles Morales to be Batman even though you just said <laughs> you can't have no more Batman content? <laughs> I'd rather Miles Morales than Lucius Fox. No one cares about uh, Luke Fox or Jake Fox or whatever, whatever Fox is Batman now. Nobody cares. And Batman, like, look, it's a spoil of riches. You don't need another Batman movie. You be good. Forever. You can watch Batman the Animated Series on repeat forever. Well, Spider-Man, we can't, fit, we can't end with that Tobey Maguire. That can't, the last time we see Spider-Man versus Venom is going to be Tobey versus... No! we Come on, we got to get that right. Tom Holland's about to open up the multiverse. We're going to cut that short when they're finally getting Spider-Man right. Superman hasn't had the kind of franchise we've been desiring ever. We're going to cut that off. The only one that we can cut off and still love it. Let me let me say this though. Go ahead, go ahead. Huh? You're gonna take out the granddaddy of granddaddy. Batman has had. We've had Adam West Batman, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Bat, we we've hit mm-hmm. every Batman mark that they can ever hit to the point where Pattinson's Batman is kind of like we're revisiting stuff we've already done already. Like Batman, I'm not saying he's done making great content, but if there was a character that could be retired and it would be like an amazing retirement. It's Batman. Why would I cut Spider Man off? Same, because we've already I mean, seen the same Spider Man movie three times. Yeah. So you think that they're going to. Wait, wait, wait. We've already better? seen the same Batman movie an infinite amount of times. You know that. Yeah, right? you read about that too. Bad. Yeah. Okay. But let me say this, though. So, like, I think we we're all, good, though. We all write about one thing. Superman, Superman has to stay. Untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for me, Superman stays because he hasn't had a good shot at it. In, in movies, TV he has. Superman and Batman can always put it together, but I don't think Spider-Man has the ability to give us the same first of all, content. First of all, you're not you're, you're, you're cutting Spider-Man off. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is part of the reason that launched superhero movies into where they are right now. That's a billion-dollar franchise. Yeah. And up until that point, we were kind of like soured on them. 
So Toby's Spider-Man is the reason why we have the MCU, is the reason why we got another shot at Batman. Like, Toby's Spider-Man changed the game. Spider-Man changed the game. It changed the game. So staying power... What about Garfield Spider-Man? Garfield Spider-Man was meh. We have we have a lot of meh in there in the Spider Man. I think we're going to continue. We can't, to get first of all, we can't say meh because if you're going to say meh to two Spider Man movies, then talk about Val Kimmer Batman. Talk about George Clooney Batman. Talk about talk all about those it. failed Batman cartoons. Talk, talk about, about Gotham the, the series, bro. Talk about I, come on. I don't, no, 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 no. Gotham the series. I always said Gotham the series was like going over your best friend's house and not having your best friend there, but hanging out with your best friend's parents and your best friend's like brother and sister. Because Batman's hey, not there. Batman it's, was in the last episode, so Batman's in it. I count Smallville as a Superman series. I count Gotham as a Batman series. Point blank is Spider-Man has had as many hits, if not more hits, than Batman if we talk about the ratio between wins and fails. So you can't say Spider-Man don't win. And the last time I checked, Spider-Verse is better than probably Spider-verse most superhero movies. I'm not, I'm yeah. not going to front. So what are we talking about? Look, look, for the sake of the debate, I'm ragging on Spider-Man. I'm not going to say I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of Spider-Man, especially into the Spider-Verse, which was dope. But when you put Spider-Man in the same conversation, one of them has to go between Superman, Batman, or Spider-Man. Batman goes. Just, Batman. Oh, no. It's Batman. Batman. Hey, no. right, listen, it's Batman. Just, just no. come to grips with this. It's Batman. Nah, 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 nah. Superman, standing strong. I'll say that. this. You can lose Spider-Man and Batman. I don't give a sheet. Superman, standing <laughs> strong. <laughs> I think this debate has been beaten in the ground. Rich and I are getting rid of Batman. Chris and Jack are getting rid of Spider-Man, but we'll say Superman stands tall, which is interesting. Because when when you think about Superman's content now, his content is the least desirable in the media. That's That's why I I need a solid, like I need a solid movie from Superman. That's that's for me and Richard, man. We ain't getting rid of somebody until they get a solid shot at it. Mm. You two just are like, you guys are just whores for more. (laughs) <laughs> it's just for more. Title fix. Oh man! Well, you know, let's let's get to the reason why we're here. It's time Gentlemen. for the main event. Yes, guys. I'm gonna give a very brief recap about this because we have like nine different stories here. So let's do it. We are here in the world of Star Wars with nine stories told throughout the universe. Let me give you the rundown of the titles. We got The Duel. Not going to actually let me not give you the rundown of the titles because I can't pronounce some of the names. <laughs> Whoa. All you right. have to keep that. You have to keep that in. You have to keep that in. I will. <laughs> Guys. We're going to just kind of just riff off of these, man. We're not going to break it down episode by episode. So let's just start talking. What did you think? When the first one started, The Duel, mm-hmm. I was all over the content. I loved yeah. the way it was drawn. Yep. I did realize that there was one thing that was really hard for me when the – oh, spoiler alert for anyone. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going to spoil all nine of them. So um, when the battle broke out in the first one, it's black and white. For the most part, it's got touches of colors, but it's pretty much black and white. I found it really kind of challenging to ascertain whether I thought good guys were getting blown up in some shots or bad guys were getting blown up. But they all kind of just look like, all right, it's, things are getting blown up after a while. Yeah. I, couldn't follow I couldn't follow the logic of the battle. Mm. But 
I thought, oh my god, man, the art was dope. I love the concept of it. I was like, this guy's Ronin, Ronin yeah. uh, Jedi, and I was, and I was going, holy hell, bag! If the next eight are like this, I'm buckling my seatbelt because I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> and the the rest eight were not like the first one for me. Almost across the board, I had problems with pretty much everything else that followed it. Which I guess we'll get into as we start kind of just going through the content. Yeah, we're just gonna start riffing. Um, I love the duel, and I'm I'm not the biggest Star Wars guy. Uh, so listeners, please, I'm no Star Wars expert. I I didn't see Star Wars the original movie, so I was in my twenties. So I missed so much. I've caught up since then, but when I saw the duel, I have no expectations, and I thought it was pretty dope. I, I, I that was the character. I was like, can we get more of whatever this guy's going around yeah. collecting oh. freaking Sith? power sources even even yeah. the villain of it was great and the, yes. the ingenuity of her weapon was sick I was oh, like yeah. ooh, the versatility of it when they started shooting her and she whooped out that you know saber the, umbrella i was yeah. like but yo even before that when the dude takes out his lightsaber and it's red like because the whole time you swear he's a jedi yes. he's a jedi yeah. that's putting down his sword and it goes red you're like hmm Oh, and then he man. just collect. He's a collector, so it's like, did you save their village, or you just needed this lightsaber? Right. Honestly, right. I'll say yeah. this: that would have been for for me had they just followed that guy's arc for the next eight episodes. I don't know if that's there were a couple episodes I really did like, but I, I could have watched a whole series of this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I will say this: after watching all the episodes, I felt a little misled by their trailer the trailer to me was thrilling is like they showed the best moments out of all this content and put it as they do and put it together in this minute and a half two minute trailer to go y'all gonna want every ounce of this that we have to offer yeah uh and i found it very misleading as the the rest of some of these episodes started dropping i was like voice acting problems you had moments where the lip dubbing lip sync dubs were like so out of whack with the what the people were saying most of them had just some of the most appalling dialogue in any cartoon content i've seen i was like what am i want can i I ask you something about that because so are you talking about episode nine when they were talking about uh what's it called A, a, a kariri whatever it's called and the thing with episode nine, I was like, what is this episode even about? I couldn't even tell you what I thought that episode was about. Yeah. What are they doing and why? Well, I mean, it was, it, the, it, it was literally the longest 13 minutes of any <laughs> episode I've watched. You're not being fair. Episode nine was pretty interesting. And for me, it was the only episode where the bad guys win, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, that's true. Boring as a mug, though. It was dialogue heavy. So the way, yeah. So what I'm asking is, you know, I've seen some of the older, like '80s style anime. It felt like it was it was sculpted around that, and I felt like some of the dialogue was was pulled from some of that bad. I almost felt like it was done on purpose because they were going after that style. Am I rich? Am I wrong in seeing that? Because you know more anime than any of us here. No, the sometimes the anime, the dialogue in the animes are just. Oh, weird. It was like something you have to you have to get past and kind of look past it and just focus on what's happening. But um, sometimes it just doesn't make sense. 
Like, <laughs> that could be the dub, though. Some, most yeah. of the time, enemy. Yeah, the also, dub. yeah, the dubs. I don't know who they contract to get these dubs out to translate and whatnot, but I'm just like, why would you even... Because I'll, I'll do this. I'll look at... The most time when I look at the animes, it will be the original. So I'll, I'll look at the, the subtitles. And I'm like, okay. You know, sometimes they kind of like, eh, but for the most part, it all makes sense. But then you look at, like, you do like a dub and a subtitle at the same time, and you're like, why did they choose this word or express it this way when the Japanese version was way better? Let me ask you this one. Do, do you know, because it hadn't even occurred to me when I started watching it, do you think that the content was made on a Japanese-speaking actor and then it was redubbed for the, the American release? So it's it's both languages at the yeah, same they, time? Yeah, they, they have both languages. They have a Japanese cast and they got the English dub cast. I'll say this. I'll bet that the Japanese version is infinitely better. Sometimes I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of times it is. I don't think in this case – I don't think this English dub in this case. I think they would have two casts and they would but both – was- what, what which one was it? I think it was. The, oh yeah, no, it was it was episode eight with the bunny, which I actually liked episode eight. But there was there was straight up a moment where the dad was yelling at his daughter, and they were fighting back and forth when the, you know, the his whole clan was kind of separated and they were holding them apart. If you watch that, their mouth sync of the language is so off. It was crazy. Felt like I was watching no. an old film from the. I noticed that when they were in when when the sisters were in the car is when I noticed like something's off. Um, so I wonder if if actually that was drawn to match Japanese language. I I don't see why that I don't see why they would. Star Wars is American. Their audience is American it's on Disney Plus. I don't know why they would do it as Japanese speaking and because, then redub it for their main audience because these are Japanese studios. They hired That's American so actors too, and you look like like uh, I think Joseph uh, Joseph Gordon Levy. Yeah, yeah, he didn't come in dub. <laughs> you know, That's he didn't true. Say, well, which one was he even in? Uh, you get I got that. I mean, you got Neil Patrick Harris, Allison Brie. You know, you got the dude that plays Boba Fett. So playing he was Boba in, Fett. Yeah, he was in Tattooed Rhapsody. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levy, Bobby Moynihan uh, was Geezer in Tattooed Rhapsody. Also, uh, yeah, Kyle Chandler. Freaking yeah. Jordan Fisher, who's 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 on Flash. So you have you have you got Man, David really Harbour so- in it. Like they didn't come in to do an American dub. It's so surprising. So many of the episodes, I felt like the act, the voice acting of them were really pretty flat. Not all of them. Then then, but that's probably you making more of a comment on the direction. Because they're no, all in the booth. But it was also the script. I mean, some of the dialogue was just. I I did not even finish number three. Twins, I couldn't finish it. I could uh, not get through that one. Twins, I, man. Twins was not bad, bro. That was, that was all right. Twins, twins was all right. Twins, twins is pretty interesting. I enjoy, I enjoyed the anime of it, uh, the animation of it because I know like uh, it's uh, the same uh, studio from Killer Kill, and I was I was feeling that, but there were like some aspects like they were in space with no type. Well, be, before yeah. they breathing in space. That's yeah, what like, I'm like, I was like, yo. And then I kind of had to like think back because I know there were some stories where the force will keep you alive, the user alive in space. But I'm just like, but can they fully like function in space? Though? Like, speaking, it, does, does some anime yeah, just do things though? No, some anime just do. They just they just anime like, is in space, and that that studio still, specifically, sorry, they just it's do. Still things. Star Wars content. So. It's still Star Wars content. But it's but they're allowed to interpret. Obviously, they're allowed to interpret it through anime. So basically, I mean, yeah. if, if you're saying it's anime, 
that means that we get to bend the rules to fit anime. Anime is not going to exactly bend their right. rules to fit you. I mean, you look at the, you look at the duels, like uh, based in you know um, feudal Japan. Yeah, but my but man has a lightsaber, and there's robots. Like, oh, come on, but there's spaceships. Worked. It, it worked. worked. It, it worked, but it, it so, worked. But at the same I mean, time, they they take liberties as they want. And that's what that's what animes at, do. But if you look at Star Wars, the original content, you had people in dusters, and you had people in all these. They were It wasn't feudal Japan. It, it wasn't, wasn't that. It, it, it was actually it was actually structured. If you talk, if you look back at some of the George Lucas stuff, he actually structured the Star Wars universe around feudal Japan and the samurai and stuff that's, like that's, that. But, but that's why they're like all in robes. Yeah. It didn't look like what, that. No, what Rich and I are saying is that in anime, they're having a fight in space with no breathing apparatus because the world bends to the anime. In an anime, it makes sense, so it's okay because we're watching an anime. I it's not anime that, bending it, to Star Wars. It still Wars. didn't make sense. It makes sense in anime. It doesn't make sense in anime how a regular person jumps 100 feet into the air and crashes down. But in anime, that makes sense. Sorry, right, but that makes sense in Star Wars, depending on their their so wait quality, so their so the strength in the Force. So the sister in the eighth episode, this the, the 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 sister did not have the Force. The bad one, that one that went bad, did not have the Force. She was just doing flips in the air because it's anime. It was ambiguous how much Force was even in that family line to me, because because the sword was passed down from generation to generation to generation. The sword was left to them. It wasn't like the, they were a member of the Jedi. Yeah, but if you go back to what Jedi's are in the first place, they seek out. A, then I can say. Then I can say, no, you're wrong, because Luke Skywalker had to train to even use a Force physically. He had to go with Yoda and train. These kids are flipping around. So, but it's anime, so they're allowed to, because anime, you're allowed to flip around. Well, the other difference is you got a two and a half hour movie and thirteen minutes of content. So you're they fast nothing to do with it. It's not no, it's not a fast track. If you still have to give me a training montage, if you're telling me training matters, even okay. if it's 13 minutes, I won't. I can't front you on that. I mean, I'll say this: I felt like 90 percent of the ending battles of these were weak. I was like, wow. Nah, nah. I like the, the Elder was dope. The joint when they when when the, when the Jedi go to the planet to seek the dark the energy. The Elder the, was dope. The Elder was freaking way, dope. I don't know if the battle was dope. Well, here's here's my issue with these nine, and maybe I'll speak to how you feel, Jack, is that I was expecting more of an expansive Star Wars universe, but in reality, these are just nine stories of Jedi and the Force. And yeah. we now know that Star Wars, it, it occupies more space than just Jedis. You know, you we, we had a whole Han Solo solo movie. Like, the world is bigger than just Jedis. Well, but I mean, every- the video games that have come out have expanded it infinitely. Right. And with the exception of maybe one or one episode or so, every episode ended with a battle between <laughs> Jedi versus Sith or some variation of that. So and it's usually like this lone swordsman that has to fend off whether the swordsman's experienced or the lone swordsman just got the lightsaber and they're figuring it out like the episodes kind of played very similar. So I wonder, like, how many battles can we watch where maybe if each episode was unique in a season, we think all the battles were dope. But we're just watching a similar lightsaber battle after every episode for nine episodes. Oh, but it worked yeah. in some of them and it didn't work in others. It worked really well in the first one we saw. The first one, yes. the first one was the best. But if I watched it, but, but it also was the first one. And then we watched 
not but it was more but the, but the innovation that was used in the first one the the way the ebb and flow of that first one just it's like they hit it out of the park and if the other content had kind of followed suit and some of them did don't get me wrong some of them did like i like the the one that was like Dr. Light and Mega Man meets oh, oh, Pinocchio meets one, Astro one. Boy. Now that was that was when I so I'm not a Star Wars guy. So androids can have the force. That's that, news yeah. to me. But yeah, it no, seemed, no, I've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I was kinda Solomon, uh I know you're listening to this. Write us something because I know you're our resident Star Wars expert. My cousin, who listens, he's a, a big fan of the show. He's been reading. He's into Star Wars. He used to read the books. So the Star Wars universe is, is really expansive. They have a whole in-depth like book line about this. So yeah. Solomon, let us know because uh, you can help us out on that one. Let well, me know. You know yeah, I and, thought about and- that too, but we never actually see him. We see we see the android use the lightsaber but we don't necessarily see him use force moves i don't think he ever like force he, moved something yeah you don't need the force to use a lightsaber exactly right. but you, need, you, what, need, you need it to flip around and all of a sudden you're doing all this yeah, but he was doing that but he was, <laughs> in all fairness he was doing that before the battle too we saw him doing all that so okay so then i guess I don't know enough about Star Wars, so when I'm watching these things and they're dropping tidbits, I'm getting always oh, this canon. So when I watch the Ninth Jedi and they establish that your lightsaber doesn't take on a color until it recognizes the force that's within that's, you. But that's news, and that's new too. Because that's new. Literally, they yeah they based off of other content, there are various crystals that power uh, the various different kinds of sabers, right. and so and so if you're if you are Sith or dark, you're getting a specific crystal that you put in your saber. That the ninth Jedi or the ninth is that what I'm not, the ninth? Yeah, I'm not going to say you're wrong on that, but there's because I've, I've also because I sometimes I go into my little rabbit holes of, of Star Wars stuff and I look at YouTube videos, and I know for the red crystal, I believe I could be a little bit wrong on this, but they changed that crystal to red. I, be, I think it's like the torment in like their soul or something like that that but turns that crystal red. That's what I'm saying. But anyone who picked up a saber with a red crystal, the thing would stay red. Right. Yeah. It yeah. Wouldn't change colors because the content of you. Are you saying it's not a it's not a moon ri- a mood ring, Jack? Are you no, saying that's what like, I'm saying? Actually, they're no. Not, they're not you moon can, sabers. You can turn. You can turn. Uh, depending on again your force and where you lie within it, you can turn a red into white. Listen, man, I went into a rabbit hole, bro. Where's my some video, bro? Like, it's about crystals. The uh, the formations but, of but a, the other thing that was happening. Is- the other thing that was happening in that is the length of the saber was changing based off the person's energy. That's not a thing either mm. in any content. Uh, sans yeah. this content, and so they they did two things in that, and I think it fits into what Lawrence was saying. They're, it's it's this anime exploration of the stuff, so they're bending it a little bit to right. fit their new content. Yeah. So I've never seen, I've never seen, and again I could be wrong. I've never seen. The person who picks up the sword, the color of the sword changes based on the content of the person in real time. Right. But like uh, instantly change. I've never seen that. Yeah. And that content, what a dope reveal, though. When they thought we, was, I, we thought they were all Jedi and them joints all go red. I'm like, but that's oh, why they did it. That's why they did good. it. And and what I'll say is maybe the guy was mining 
a specific kind of crystal, which was different than the standard crystals we see in most sabers leading up to this. Because they were like it was extinct, so they had to yeah. go looking for. I also feel like they, there was a missed opportunity in that one when Overall. when they said that the length of the saber changed based off your force. When that girl found her force and that thing kicked in, I wanted to see that sword go like crazy big. <laughs> <laughs> in T zero B one, the android, the Sith did recognize the force in the android. Jack, he yes, was he, he was shot. Yeah, right. So androids can have the force, but then they said all living things, all things have force in them. So I guess android is alive. It's made of matter. But that's I don't why know. I felt like that's why I felt like this episode was it was kind of like Pinocchio meets Astro Boy meets Doctor Light mm-hmm. and Mega Man. You know, it was like it, it was different than C three PO picking up a lightsaber and trying to do anything with it. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I dug the Ninth Jedi though. That might be my second favorite, only because of I, I can I would love to see that go on. These 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 nine Jedi's go throughout the universe trying to find the scattered while the Sith Lords are just chasing them down. I can see that as a whole freaking animated series. The series as a whole seemed to all exist in a distant, distant, distant future. You know, each one was, none of them seemed like prequels and none of them seemed current. They were all set way further into the future. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because each one, it was like, there's no more Jedi or the last remaining Jedi. There's no more Um, Siths. No more Siths. I mean, it uh, could it could happen that time in between, yeah, that that in that space in between the the most recent trilogy and the very mm-hmm. very first trilogy in yeah. that gap when they're kind of there was there was no Jedi, right? Yeah, no Jedi, was- exactly. They're scattering, they're rebuilding the Empire. So kind of the same time frame Mandalorian is where the Imperial armies and fragments and they're kind of rebuilding in the shadows. And it could be well, that time frame after Mandalorian because Mandalorian the Jedi's are are kicking in high gear. It would be like That's right true. right before our newest trilogy. Yeah. Where it's just like Luke Skywalker's the last Jedi and he's banished himself before home before uh what's her face? Yes, Rich. I see the finger, Rich. Uh, just a touch on the crystals once again. The crystal color uh, crystal and blade colors decided on the ship uh through shifting to match the nature of the bonded owner. So they do they are mood rings. But what what happens? Simplifications driving Star Wars fans crazy. If that's that's true, then why do you see one guy holding two different color swords in the content? It's a duality. I'm yeah. I'm. I I will just say that maybe that crystal didn't resonate with him just yet. He probably doesn't use that one a lot. This is as the content has continued to develop and expand, the laws that nature the content have continued to shift a bit. So if you go to the original source material, you're not going to see that reflected in it. But did they hold each other's lightsabers in the the original? Yeah, you see, you see, you see, you know, Ben might hold the blue one for a minute, and then he's got his green one, or Luke might have a, you know, based on. Whatever. I need a, I need a double check yeah, but, it, but it wasn't but it wasn't theirs like he may have held it for a minute but you know he gave it back it wasn't his that he trained with that he built because uh, uh, from what I understand each Jedi and each Sith they make their own they get their own kyber crystal and they make their own lightsaber and they put it together and they usually put it together using the force I believe I saw in one um in Listen, one anime here's, series here's, here's truth lightsabers were three colors up until a point 
And that right. point was Samuel L. Jackson wanted a purple lightsaber. Mace Windu. <laughs> and, when he got, and when he got his purple lightsaber. It became canon. It, yeah, and best were off, and things started shifting. But what always sense. was canon is that the good guys never had a red one. Uh, no, Darth Maul, Darth... No, had we never so. seen a good guy pick up a red one for a moment? I don't recall. I don't know. See, Maybe. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm kind of the same boat as you guys. Like I've seen, I've seen all the movies. I haven't really been... I watched the, the Rebel cartoon a little bit not too much but what really kind of like really sparked my love for star wars was mandalorian because i really really got entrenched in mandalorian it kind of brought me into the lore so i watched this experience expecting that same kind of uh kind of feeling and i I was expecting love death and robots in star wars and kind of was too i got it the first time and i got in the duel and then it it kind of fell apart for me let me tell you this I am similar to you, Chris, when it comes to Star Wars. Mm. Mandalorian got me going, but I'm not a Star Wars guy. Yeah. But I enjoy, as far as a, here's a little something to eat before we come out with the next big Star Wars thing. I enjoyed this infinitely better than the What If series. This is doing what I think the What If series fails to do. These are 13-minute episodes that tie themselves up. That finish their story. We see origin stories that wrap up in these episodes. And I'm watching this like, yo, little bite-sized pieces of, of appetizer before like Mandalorian season two drops or 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 the, the the book of Boba Fett drops. This is dope. This is a dope yeah. animatrix. Book of Boba Fett. Come on. Which, which ones? Because I wouldn't necessarily recommend someone watch all of them. Right. But yeah. I would recommend some of them definitely not be missed. I think so some I'm of curious. them are really similar. Yeah, like the, the village of the bride to me is very similar to the duel. It's like a lone swordsman that kind of like isn't getting engaged that gets engaged yeah, in the very not, end. It's not half as it's not half as good as the duel. I yeah. would say that the one's dope. Eh, I would say the village of the bride is not great. The village of the bride. I'll say this, man. The duel is dope because of what it is, but it doesn't have much story. The, the village of the bride has way much more story, much more characters, much more stakes, much more like they literally bartered. And now you have to take my daughter to keep the peace. Like there's much more story involved in these other ones. So it's easy to make a paper thin 13 minute episode and have a really dope fight. Then actually try to tell a story and establish a but village. Was and establish there a really people. dope fight in that one? Isn't that the one where the the guy shooting and she holds the holds the I'm, energy I'm saying for a second? In the duel, it's easy to make an episode with a paper thin plot and just put oh, all your focus on the action. Whereas mm. the village bride actually had a story and had yes. an origin and had so I can't compare it to the duel because for what it lacked in action. It gave me an oh that's interesting. You guys bartered away your your daughter into freaking slavery. I guess yeah. that's fair. You know, you almost yeah. have to watch them independent of each other. Yeah. But, there was no big baddie in the village of the bride. That's for sure. Like there wasn't a a final thing you really had to. It was more like a, she just she just flew off. She took off and left. And her she got what she wanted at the end though. In the what? Right, the, 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 yeah, did it F? Did she? She jumped into the 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 
the spaceship and the field just said bye to her and she bounced. The good guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it was it was that we've seen it before. It's that I'm retired, you know, that that, that Rambo. It's like I'm not getting yeah. engaged. <laughs> and then she takes <laughs> off her thing and she gets engaged. <laughs> I'm over this. Yeah. Um so I, I enjoyed that for that. The ninth Jedi, I really dug that. I dug the Man, that's a 20-minute episode, and they established characters, told us a whole brand new plot, and gave us the ending that made sense. What if do not do that? Okay, that's no. what I was trying to say. So my, my biggest complaint when we reviewed what if is it wasn't, it wasn't what if enough. We look at the duel. The duel takes place in feudal, what, essentially feudal Japan, but it still feels Star Wars, right? So right. no matter what, we're in all these different worlds, all these different locations, different animation styles different everything but it never lost that star wars feeling you know the intangible the intangible thing that we know yes this is in in the star wars universe what if we have that problem where yeah okay it's cool but it doesn't live up to what it delivers this delivers star wars content it's it's star wars and i think that's where you're right lawrence you know you get 13 minutes and it wraps up this plot it wraps up all these story arcs, and you leave satisfied. You may not like it completely, but at least you leave resolved. Not like the episode of What If, where with 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 Killmonger. Now at the end is when the movie starts. When it was when the action. Yeah. It's like, Thanos, where'd you come from? It'd be like at the <laughs> exactly. end of like the Night of Jedi, Darth Vader pops up with like no arm, <laughs> exactly. floating lightsabers. It's like where did that come from? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So you're right. I think we have to give this this, this series credit because it, it does give us some good quality content. So I think so, man. Like maybe it was my expectation going in, but I was. I mean, even the last one, and I would say, yeah, that was very talky. But what, tell me what the last one was about. It was about the la- this Jedi that comes to this. Um, he, he meets with this former princess queen because she's overthrown, and that basically there's a Sith Lord within the magistrate or whatever. And it's like, he goes to confront the Sith. And what I loved about this episode, it's not my favorite. What I loved is they gave us eight episodes where they geared us to believing Jedi's always win. Like we watched them win in eight episodes in a row. So you got to watch this play out. And it's like, oh, wait, oh, shoot. The Sith wins. And that's the end. So for me, if I was watching this by itself, independently maybe this might be the only one that contradicts itself if i was watching this independently i wouldn't be satisfied but if i in a binge that's an interesting arc right there in a binge watching the sith win yeah and what and, and seeing for the first time with the exception of like anakin like watching a jedi go to the dark side let me ask you this what was your favorite episode the duel <laughs> how about how about you rich what was your favorite episode i'm, I'm going to say the duel as well Chris, duel. Mine was the duel also, and I think that that may be why the rest of the content was at a bit of a deficit. Like they, for me, hit a home run first at bat, and the rest were kind of like they got on base, they got a triple, but there weren't yeah. any home runs after. I guess for me, once you say anthology, I, I don't compare one episode mm-hmm. to the next. Like when I hear anthology, I'm going and thinking twice. They're all different, right? Um, and they they are different animation, uh, di- different anime styles, and animation styles, and everything like that. Like you know, they're all different. And some animes don't lean towards 
like literal action set pieces like the duel. They're more abstract. Like so so I kind of going in like, well, what's yours? The ones that didn't hit for me that I that I had a hard time following and maybe I was tired was um that Rhapsody one. The band Rhapsody? one. Rhapsody? I, Ugh. I yeah. didn't get it. it was like I was like, what is going on? I didn't, but I didn't understand it. So maybe you guys, I, 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 I think I was too tired. I fell asleep. I think what they came, they came out with the joint so hot that that uh, Job of the Hut was like, you guys are gonna make it. And then, I don't know. You're gonna make well, me money. It was like it, it, was, it was like Gem in the Hol- it was like Gem in the holograms. It was American Idol, Star Wars. It was, it was like they from what, like what I gather from like every time they they did a show, like they were never able to finish it because something yeah. happened, and I was yeah. just like, okay. Like something like you hold on, you're you're you you're a Jedi or a Jedi in training, or you're a Padawan, and you decide to quit that or had to leave that to become a a, a the headliner in a band? Like And he what? converted like, his lightsaber into a a, 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 a microphone? microphone. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, another issue I had was maybe you you remember when you used to buy a whole album and you'd listen to the album? Yeah. As opposed to now everything's like one-offs. You buy it or, or like you make a mixtape and you'd sit – I'd sit there for days considering the order of the tape for the right flow. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the order of these are off. Like it was yeah. a, it was odd to me to end on the one they ended on. To go right into the second one, which which I thought was really – not the best content when you looked at how it stacked up. I don't know that I wanted to go from such a banger to s- such an odd one to follow it up. Where do you put Rhapsody then? It's it's odd, but anywhere you put it's odd. So where do you yeah. hide? You hide it in the middle of the mixtape. <laughs> hide it in the middle. Fair enough. For me, the bangers, the duel, mm-hmm. the ninth Jedi. Yeah. This, I dug the elder. I didn't like the beginning of it, but once we got to the elder, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I, 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 I like it, this." I, I dug it too because it had it had that the art style that I just can't get away from. I love the art of the elder. The way the lightsabers looked in the elder was sick. They were so simple, but mm. the colors popped on top of the. Yeah, I, I dug that. Um, I liked. The, Lop, Lop and Oko, yeah, Lop. the one with Lop and the, the the sisters one, narratively is very similar to the twins, right? Yeah. Like siblings who are like, I have to stop you from destroying yourself and we're going to fight. Um, there are a lot of ones that are very similar. I think those cancel each other out and I would have to go with um, the Lop one. Although I felt like I didn't buy the sister and I felt like they kind of took the easy way out where the sister's not evil. She just believes her father's way is going to damn them. And they kind of tipped her into being evil at the end. And it's like, no, it hurts her to do this, but it must be done. I don't know why they like tipped her to evil. When, when she said a line like, she's not even your family. I'm your real daughter. I'm like, ah, you guys are above that. You're well, above they, that. Betrayed, they betrayed. She's the one who brought her into the fold in the first place. Right. You know, and what made that content interesting for me was the bond between the sisters. And then how do you examine a bond between two people in conflict but maintain the love? And they threw it away to give us a villain instead of having that one dimensional villain. But she went from three dimensional. And as we see episode went on, she got less and less. 
It, yeah. um, the second she bit her thumb, whatever that was about, and wiped her blood boogers on her eyes. <laughs> I like, yo. I mean, she means business, Jack. That's you what bled is. your own blood. Yeah. Um, Nobody <laughs> makes me bleed my own, my own blood. blood. Where is that from? Dodgeball. <laughs> right? That's not, is that no? Yeah. No, is but they say, it's, they say it's somewhere Wait. else, too. No, it is. It's oh, it's uh. No, yeah, it's not, not Dodgeball. Oh, the Simpsons. The Simpsons. Nelson Buds. Nelson oh, they Buds. Stole yeah. That. yeah. No, no, no. That episode came before Dodgeball. Nelson gets hit. He's like, oh, it happens all the time. I always get other people's blood on me, and he looks like you made me bleed my own blood, Simpson. Wait, did, did Ben Stiller steal that from yes. the Simpsons? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yes. Nobody made he me did. bleed my own blood. <laughs> We're looking at <laughs> it right now. Yeah, Ben still stole from the. It's yeah, no, I, it's solely it's it is dodgeball though. Yeah, okay. but it, it definitely came, but the, that episode definitely predates dodgeball. Oh man, um, Rich, our hmm. resident anime guy, the series as a whole, how did it register for you from an anime perspective, anime lover perspective? Uh, I mean. I liked it as a whole. I liked it as yeah, as a whole. I liked it. There was there was a few that I probably wouldn't watch because I'm be honest with you, I, w- I wasn't a fan of the studios. I'm mean, not a fan of their their storytelling and their um their artwork. I mean, artwork. I can't say artwork. Yeah, there's the storytelling and how they how they portray stories. Um, but the other ones I was digging, like the duel, the twins. Like I, I'm fully into Killer Kill. It's very um. The way that studio portrays the story is, is interesting to say the mm. least. So, but, do you uh, feel like, do you feel like these were anime, or an Americanized version of anime, or did feel, since they had? I feel like they're animes. Like, okay, I'm looking at them like they're animes because they got the artwork, they got the studios, they got the studios. Like I would, yeah. I wouldn't have a problem watching this without, and I probably will go back and rewatch it with just the subtitles and Japanese mm, audio. That's what I'm thinking. Honestly, it probably I'm made not. more sense. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. We know you're not <laughs> going to do that. It's <laughs> funny know. how it's funny how there's a there's a whole other emotional quality that comes comes through watching anime in the native language. Yeah. It's now, just, and this is my biggest question to you guys. I don't think Japanese is the native language to this because this was made for but this was made with for English speaking people. Except with, jumping on what Rich just said. These are coming out of known anime studios. This shit was made in Japan specifically. And my question is who wrote the content? I bet like some of my problems with the 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 dialogue being really cheesy is going to translate differently when you're hearing it and reading it. And that's where I disagree because I've, I've dubbed for anime before. And when you go in and dub, you were there to fill in the space because it was all done before you. These American actors going in, they're not going in to dub. They're going in to do voice actor work, which is different than dubbing. So when I'm hearing these American actors act, they're not filling a space. They're not, you know, got the producer in the booth trying to rewrite what can make sense in that amount of time to fit the mouth. Like, you know, David Arbor didn't go in to do a dub. He went in to, to do voice work. So that's, but that's, my, but my question is how the thing was drawn 
dictates how that thing gets translated to whatever language. Was right. that script originally written in English or was it originally written? Sorry. Freaking Lucas and Disney didn't go, hey, give us nine scripts in Japanese so then we can have it translated. No, they said I don't know that. We don't, don't, we, know, we that don't know that. You can't for certainly say that. You can't come out and be like, no, this is, I, listen, I talked to this. Lucas. I if got him on the jacket right now. Studios, if Ghibli Studios made one of these animes, I guarantee that that thing is getting made over there and then brought over here and being restructured or whatever. It's being adapted. Right. So I and I don't know. The I don't see that. Of some of I don't see that. I don't I see, see the nature of all animes, though. But that is no not way. the nature. That is not the nature. If I'm going, I own Star Wars. I want to do an anime Star Wars. I'm not. Well, hold on. We, Give we, me we, something and then adapt it to what I want said, it to be. We talk. We talking about. We talking about Lucas, who's who's into to to the uh, to the feudal era yeah. of Japan, right? No, what no, I'm no. Saying is, what I'm saying I, is, I don't see Disney Lucas going. Make me a Star Wars series that you will have to now go back and readapt it for what I want it to be for the main audience. That makes yeah. absolutely that's a waste of money. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think that, that, that this was always meant to be an English language show. Yeah, but how how is it a waste of money? You're still paying two sets of, sets of actors to do the voice because the, the main right. focus here's, is here's, your larger here's market. Actually, here's your answer: the original expression of these were done in Japanese first. Shut your mouth, son. What's expression mean? They were <laughs> made the in Japanese, sir. <laughs> Who wrote the scripts? Japanese people. So wait, 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 wait. So you're, so you're telling me? So you're telling me? You're telling me? Lucas Films and Disney, who owns Star Wars. Said, that being said, the show run their show. Hold up, let me read the next part. That being said, an incredible cast was cast to do the English dub. As wrote, he victoriously pushed chapstick on his lips. Rich, let me tell you something. You know, I always say that I never admit that I'm wrong, and nothing changes. I'm just going to stop talking about this subject. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, what I love about this podcast is that I would have probably never watched it if we decided not to cover it. Not that anything was good. Probably just would have never got around to it. Uh, but I'm happy I did watch it. At least, at least five out of four, six out of three of them. <laughs> you know, I agree with that. Five out yeah, of four. I, yeah, I agree. I'll, I'll give you that, and I'm still gonna go back and watch them all with the uh, original, the original <laughs> Japanese audio. <laughs> Chris, do we got some recommendations? We do have some recommendations, but before I want to make one point: February fourth, nineteen ninety. Season one, episode five, The Simpsons, Bart the General, Nelson Munt says, you made me bleed my own blood. 14 years prior to Dodgeball. Is that why you dipped out? Is that why you dipped out of this whole conversation, Chris? To go back check. Is that look? I never that I'm wrong, and that doesn't change. So I'm just gonna bow out of this conversation. Yeah, when you bowed out, you're like, well, let me let me find something I'm right about. Fair enough. Rich, you take the W on that one. Chris, you take the W as well on that one. Yeah, exactly. Either W or no contest. Either way. Either way. Jack, you take a W too. I'll take the L. I will take the L on animation Mark. studio and dubbing and all that stuff it's fine it's fine 
I have no skin in the game. But now is it time for recommendations? Yes, recommendations. So if you like anthology-type series, I'm not going to go far back. If you want some modern anthology-type series, here's what you should be watching. Number one, I think we can all agree on this hands down, Love, Death, and Robots. This is kind of what we expected this to be. This set the bar so high for animated anthology. You should definitely check it out on Netflix. Number two, not animated, but anthology, Black Mirror, which is yeah. a banger. Banger, Fire. banger, banger. Fire. Absolutely, absolutely watch that. And number three, which is very, very hit or miss, but give it a chance, American Horror Stories. Not American Horror Story, but American Horror Stories on uh, Hulu, which is a standalone, same, same standalone stories that are semi-intertwined with the American Horror Story universe. It's worth checking oh. out, though. Yeah. Wow. So, stories, not stories. Stories plural is a is a it's a it's a, it's a companion. What about uh, the uh, what about the Animatrix? Ooh, that's true. I guess you could pick the Animatrix. How topical is that? Uh, I I picked modern stuff, but Rich, I'll allow it. Okay, Chris, I'll allow it. <laughs> Chris, what about the What If series? Oh no. <laughs> yes, you can do the What If series. I I purposely left out the What If series because we have done. We have one more. We have done two shows on it. If you guys are an avid listeners, I suggest you go back and listen to our in-depth analysis of the What If series, and you're going to have one more um, What If contest. We could close up the season. So, uh, yeah. What If is there, but... <laughs> it's not a recommendation yet. It's not a recommendation. But it's not a recommendation either. It's not, yeah. no, it's not a recommendation. It's a half-and-a-half recommendation because they've been altering good banger, good, you know, banger whack banger whack banger whack so i don't know we'll see we'll see time will tell when the series ends time yeah. will tell well we had a great time talking about this man we don't it's our first time jumping into star wars which is yeah. fun we, we, yeah. we left the capes for a little while so that's good you can check us out on social media man we're on instagram and facebook we're dropping content all day long join our community uh, we have a lot of fun just talking to other geeks man it's so much fun um we'll be back Oh, before I say we'll be back, please like, subscribe, and follow and download these episodes. And if you can, on Apple, write us a review. Helps out a lot. Helps out the algorithm and all that jazz. So if you can do that, we'll be so happy. We'll keep pumping out some dope freaking content. We'll be back. Same bat time, same bat channel. Let's go. Roll out. Y'all stuck. Y'all stuck. (laughs) (laughs) We out.